0: Hey, welcome to this new episode. It's episode number six of IoT Decoded. IoT Decoded is a podcast talking about the LP1 technologies. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the TTN conference, as promised, but um, I'm really sorry for the delay. I, I was expecting to uh, uh, to make this podcast a month ago, but I've been really, really, really busy since, uh, since the conference. So the conference was in Amsterdam and it was end of January, so about a month. And uh, we had a lot of people and a lot of fun in this conference. So, the TTN conference is really a community conference, uh, which is really, really good. And I really love that. Uh, it's a bit different, like, company conference, like Sigfox did. Um, I, I really like also the, the Sigfox conference. But uh, what I like, what I love in a, in a community conference is uh, you had a lot of opportunity to hear uh, many different person and many different experts sharing this experience. And, uh, and you have an opportunity to learn a lot of technical stuff. And, and that was the case. In uh, Amsterdam, so uh, I, I spent really uh, two marvelous days uh, with uh, the LoRaWAN uh, a- ecosystem and, uh, and all the, the clever people I've seen there. Um, to start, we had a, a conference about the thing network itself, uh, and the thing network itself announced some uh, quite good number about uh, the progression of what they did. Um, it's uh, about the number of messages. I think it's a really interesting number to see that they have proceeded about 9 billion messages up to now, which is uh, really great. And the progress is uh, 25 million messages per day. So it's really, really interesting. The, the frequency you can reach with... Uh, um, and LoRa one is, um, is quite high, so it's it's not... a, um, a, a, a Gigantesque uh, number, but it's really an interesting number to see that that it's an open network. There is about um, uh, 97,000 members in the community. It's also really great to see that number is really high, and even if, I mean maybe some guys I register one at a time, but it's a really big community. So it's growing and that's really, really good. And, and the last number I really loved is the number of open source code lines that has been released by uh, the, thing, uh, the thing guys. There are about uh, um, 226,000 lines of open source code that have been committed and released um for uh, the canal canal uh, network uh, of of the thing uh, stuff so uh gates guys, guys you you made a really 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 great job for the community. I really love that so that's really good during the conference uh, we have seen a, a new component of um, the thing stuff. Um, it's a packet Broker and I really appreciate this uh, this new component as it's a, a solution to the roaming difficulties uh, LoRaWAN have. I, you know, I mean, LoRaWAN is uh, mostly um, a group of uh, private network uh, that are not talking uh, each other, uh, but they are all receiving messages from any device coming from any networks, and, and so there is a lot of messages that are received uh, by one antenna and just rejected because they are not part of the right network. And it's a loss. I mean, we have spent energy to send this message and it will never arrive because you reached uh, the wrong antenna. Or, or, And that's really bad. Um, thanks to a, a packet broker. You can have traffic exchange between private networks and also between public and private and public and public networks. And, and so a message received by one antenna can be routed to the right um, kernel network uh, system uh, to be uh, uh, sent to uh, the final user. So that's really great to have this solution and and it's open source so anyone can deploy it. It's uh, also uh, provided by uh, the same company. So that's also good. And a good example of usage of Packet Broker is Lacuna Space with satellites. Uh, They have chosen to uh, pass through the Packet Broker to have the space uh, messages route to TTN. And thanks to that, uh, you can have a, a billing system uh, uh, for uh, Lacuna Space to distribute its connectivity and you can have all the existing uh, user-friendly solution to uh, receive and manage your messages on TTM. So it's, it's really a win-win situation and, and that's really interesting. So through a traffic exchange uh, you have a billable uh, solution like for roaming Uh, and basically we can say that if you receive and send uh, equivalent traffic it can be uh, free of charge and if you have a uh, someone receiving a lot of traffic uh, to another one. Uh, you can have a, a, a buildable system between the two. So, so that's a, a really good uh, good solution. So take a look at this uh, if you have a such uh, such thing uh, and such problem to solve. That's uh, that's the main component uh, I discovered in in the conference and I found really interesting. The other thing I think uh, as a, a real thing coming arriving and changing a game. Is, uh, is a lower one 2.4 gigahertz. Um, it's it's something really interesting because it's also uh, solve a problem of lower one, which is uh, um, the worldwide coverage. Uh, you know, on uh, ESM band, uh, you have uh, different frequencies. It depends on the country where you are. And it's a bit of a mess when you are developing a a product to manage this. Uh, And and more on top of this, you need to know where you are, which is not really easy if you don't have a GPS. Um, So to solve that, there is another approach, which is to have one frequency, uh, which uh, is uh, available everywhere, uh, the same one. And in this frequency, you have the two Point four gigahertz, uh, which is basically the frequency used by Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and, uh, and this kind of, of technologies. Um, and, and so it, it makes things easy uh, when you have a, a mobile device moving and so on. And, and this is why the first implementation that has been demonstrated during the conference uh, was uh, deploying LoRaWAN on Boat. Uh, as a boat is, uh, is moving from Asia to Europe and North America uh, and so it, you can't change the frequency inside the boat where you are entering a, a zone, it's a bit of a mess uh, so uh, by using 2.4 GHz LoRa they are able to uh, go everywhere uh, on, uh, on Earth uh, without an, having any issue with the frequency regulation so that was interesting the problem of 2.4 GHz is um, distance because at this frequency it's really more complicated to pass through the wall and so on, uh, and the distance you can cover is, uh, is lower. It's also impacted by weather and things like this. Uh, so that's that's a, an issue uh, if you want to do a, a public network with 2.4 GHz, it could be a, a big issue. But uh, as most of the private uh, implementation of uh, LoRaWAN are things like Industry or or uh, smart building, uh, it's really interesting because even if you can cover something like two hundred meters indoor or something like this, it's really good. It's a really good solution for IoT in industry or in smart building. So the application are really large, and. Um, that's really interesting to see that uh, in regard of what i've re- written uh, about um, sidewalk amazon sidewalk technology where we don't have a lot of information yet but i've told that uh, the main issue was would have been uh, the worldwide coverage uh, for consumer electronic and, and the lora 2.4 ghz is a response to this issue. So that's really, I mean, uh, give me some more um, chance uh, to see uh, sidewall to be based on on LoRa. I think it's gonna be LoRa 2.4 GHz. I also heard that uh, LoRa is uh, looking uh, for mesh solution and also looking for uh, it's related to mesh for uh, passive uh, reception. So All this information mixed together really makes sense for me uh, to say that um, we have a lot of chance to see SadWalk to be LoRa 2.4 with mesh solution. So let's see that we may have the answer in a couple of, uh, of months. Um, so, 2.4 is a reality. There is a chip for that. It's sx sorry, and, um, and also, the first LoRaWAN Gateway have been announced by Multitech on this technology. So, it's, it's now a reality. As part of the other uh, announcements, uh, we have Murata uh, that has uh, announced uh, the new uh, SIP uh, chip. It's uh, the 1SG uh, module. So the 1SG module is, um, we can say, replacing the ABZ module. It's basically uh, the same architecture. Uh, you have a STM32L0 in this SIP plus a SX1262. So the, the main difference in the, on the same the type uh, transceiver. It's uh, the new one, the SX1262, and uh, this, uh, this module uh, is uh, it will be available really soon, but unfortunately, uh, it will be only available for high volume. So it means uh, that if you have a, if you are a small company or if you are a, a hacker and want to use that module, you are going to wait uh, a bit long, and so it's it's a bit disappointing to see that you have a, a good solution on the market, but you can get it because uh, you are not. Uh, uh, a, a customer with a with a big volume uh, yeah and i'm not sure that all the customers that will come with saying they have big volume will do that big volume so it's it's always uh, disappointing to have this uh, this way to do business but that's life okay so uh, the 1sg it's uh, something interesting but i mean in my point of view it's going to be really really hard for them uh, to reach the market um, because of uh, the stm 32wr that has been announced uh, before uh, christmas um, but detailed a bit more now and this is not a model uh, this is really a chip and that's really interesting i mean in fact what happened is uh, st has bought a license from um, semtech to be able to get the uh, sx uh, ip uh, and to put it on the same die as the STM32 processor. So we are not in a SIP or module or thing like this. We are in one chip containing a STM32L4 and SX1262IP um, in the same die. So it makes it really efficient, uh, really low-cost and really small. That's really a game-changer, yeah, yes. As Regarding the discussion I had with uh, the ST guys, uh, the price for this uh, chip uh, would be something like the price of a uh, S6-1262 alone. So basically what ST want to do is to offer you a STM32L4 for uh, the price of uh, your uh, um, Semtech transceiver. And that's really a game changer. Okay, it, it's low cost, uh, lower one, so that's really interesting. And you got a powerful system, STM thirty two L four, starting from sixty four k of flash to so two hundred fifty six k of flash. That's really good. Uh, Currently, I've seen only BGA uh, chips, but um, I'm not sure that potentially some other version will arrive as BGA is a bit of a mess uh, if you want to solder it manually. So let's see that. Uh, And that's, I mean, that's uh, the best news uh, in the module and chip uh, ecosystem for for Lura one, uh, I've seen in the past month, so I'm really happy to see that and I really would like to test it and see it. But once again, why are you announcing such nice things if you can't deliver it before six months? I mean, it's a lot of bit disappointing. So, um, we are waiting. That's a long wait. And um, and it, it, it's, it's going to arrive normally in September, so we have to wait. The dev kit will be available, not before. Uh, and uh, the Sigfox version uh, should be available at the end of the year, so I hope so. So it's going to be really interesting. This chip will be really not, not expensive, really small, uh, really uh, power efficient, and will be able to uh, do uh, LoRa and Sigfox worldwide. So that's a really, really good solution for making IoT. So we really want it, but we have to wait. That's that's difficult. <laughs> so uh, we are going to wait a bit for this. On the, on the news, uh, I meet the Coitech team. I really want to say a word because uh, I really love that team. It's a small team, you know, Coitech, they are the guys who are doing OT high high, uh, which is a, a good tool to measure power consumption of uh, your IoT device and also to simulate uh, uh, power, power supplies for an IoT device. Uh, I, I really love that tool and use it uh, on, on, on a daily basis. So, just a word to say, I meet you and I was really happy to meet you. You're good and, and continue to do what you do. you do. You do really, really good things. Other myths, what's with Lacuna Space? Uh, I want not tell a lot of things about this because my previous blog post already uh, talked about uh, this technology. Lacuna Space are the guys who are uh, sending satellites uh, and getaways uh, in space uh, to have a um, lower one. satellite coverage they are targeting uh, something like 240 satellites uh, on the sky with an objective to uh, be able to capture message every 5 minutes so your device can say an update every 5 minutes and the satellite constellation will be able to get it so that's a really promising thing. as they are far away from this today because they only have one satellite but it works well and that's really interesting I've seen it so you can trust that and uh, and in in the years they should have uh, something like three in the sky, uh, so basically with one satellite you uh, can send two message per day. Um, with three, uh, you are going to be able to uh, to send uh, some um, thing like uh, six per day, and six per day uh, means one every four hour so it's interesting for for many uh, many use cases so we can start to do interesting thing with that uh, and uh, a run space uh, we also have a really great discussion with uh, fabio ferrero who is uh, with doing the the antenna uh, I, I really recommend to take a look to uh, his conference if like me you really like uh, antenna discussion and uh, and radio frequency discussion that was really interesting and uh, and uh, i mean um, I mean you have a learn, you learn a lot by, uh, by hearing uh, uh, Fabian and uh, his, uh, his conference is really accessible so you can do that. And, and don't forget to uh, take a look to uh, all the conference of uh, the Sync conference. They are available for free on YouTube. Uh, they are really high quality conference, so I really recommend you to, to take a look to that. Uh, you might have something really interesting to, to hear uh, on, on this conference. So, that's f- at the end for, for today. Um, I, I will uh, be back on my monthly uh, podcast uh, frequency, uh, I, I promise. So, I wish you a great uh, month of March and uh, let's uh, talk together in April. Now, uh, and by that time, I recommend you to take a look to my blog www.disk91.com to get some uh, other information about IoTs and LP1. See you soon.